Okay, hello, welcome to another episode of Hiring and Inspiring. Today's guest is, actually there's no guest today, this is a rare uh, solo episode, um, so it's just going to be me, just going to be my voice waffling on uh, for this episode. Reason being um, a solo episode, this is going to be a bit of an end of year uh, review from myself, I'm having a little bit of a uh, reflection on the year just gone, um, what's been uh, what's been happening, uh, things that have gone on, and uh, I'm mainly talking about uh, stuff I've learned over the last twelve months about uh, myself, business, recruitment, and as usual, life in general. So let's get into it. Twenty twenty three, the year just gone um, as normal with any year really. Uh, it's been a year of ups and downs, uh, plenty of ups, lots of downs, um, uncertainties, silver linings, uh, tough lessons learned, um, but a lot of fun uh, had along the way uh, work-wise um, in, the, uh, in the world of recruitment uh, and my role, plenty happening main thing well main sort of headline uh, news uh, company rebrand out with the old bms name in with uh, talent forge australia uh, which is really exciting and um, something that is definitely you know positive news it's a change uh, for for, you know, for myself and a lot of the team members who have worked for bms for a long time worked under the bms name uh, to be working and launching our own company is something that's really cool, really exciting, and it's it's an opportunity and platform for us to do lots of lots of great things. Hopefully, um, you know, twinge personally, twinge of sort of sadness to sort of not work for BMS anymore because I, I, I definitely was attached to to the company. Um, you know, Joe from BMS, <laughs> you know, managed to sort of build up my own little brand uh, around that tagline. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely still getting used to Joe to being Joe from Talent Forge. But um, all part of the the process, um, and, and while very much you know in in its infancy, I think the the Talent Forge name, um, Talent Forge rebrand that we've gone through, and you know caught up with the team up in Sydney recently. Definitely, um, you know, so, so much exciting things happening, and and, and loads. We always we can uh, we can hopefully grow our company in the next you know period of time. So yeah, that's something that was definitely the sort of headline news work wise. Over the last year, um, in terms of nuts and bolts of the, the job, I think the market conditions, uh, I'd say indifferent, up and down, probably not as buoyant as uh, it has been over you know, maybe the, the, the two years prior, 2021, 2022. However, um, definitely you know, really happy with the, the performance I put in this year uh, and the team you know, to, to set the numbers that we did. And, um, you know, very uh, proud of the proud of that, and uh, you know, really can't can't complain and can't uh, knock it. So, again, um, yeah, very very excited about that. Personally, first full year living in Melbourne, uh, you know, full twelve months, and my first time really feeling sort of settled here, uh, settled in this city. I love I love the sort of life I've, I'm slowly sort of putting together here. Um, and it's a it's a really great city. There's yeah, it's definitely feeling like uh, like home for. Uh, for me, so that's sort of what's been uh, been going on. Um, the the main the main piece of, of this episode is to sort of talk about 
I, I guess the sort of the lessons I've learned uh, over the last 12 months, um, you know, mainly from you know, the work I do, um, to the life experiences I've had, to the people I've spoken to, to the reading that I've done, um, and the, you know, the guests I've had on this, uh, on this show, I've definitely learned a lot um, you know, from people that I've been, uh, been speaking to and interviewing um, since launching this podcast uh, at the start of the year. So, um, yeah, let, let's get into it. So I think one of the first things that I've had a sort of a rethink of is you don't have to change the game and, and, and do drastic moves you know, every single day. I used to sort of come into work on, on a daily basis and be like, right, let's smash it today. Let's break into a new account. Let's have a, an amazing day and, on activity and, and just kill it today. Yeah, I, I still sort of think like that, but it's more just move the, the term move the needle. Just nudge it forward a little bit every day. Come in, show up, whatever you're trying to achieve that day, put in a shift, whatever, you know, whatever it is, say it's growing this podcast, right? Let's reach out to a few guests every day. Say it's looking to break into some new accounts, you know, block out a bit of time and send, you know, some prospecting activities towards them. Say it's your, you know, your, your performance in the gym, just show up, work on maybe even just getting a few seconds faster in the workout or just lifting a few kilos more, doesn't have to set any records, just nudge that needle forward every single day and show up repeatedly. Over time, the results will come. So don't stop trying to change the world in a, in a day it is, a, is a message that I've, I've learned about myself. You know, just show up, move the needle uh, and good things and results happen over time. Second thing, uh, this is more personal. I turned 30 uh, in the middle of the year in July which, um, you know, let, let's be honest, it is a somewhat of a, um, you know, big milestone, so to speak, every decade is. Um, I, I wasn't really feeling, you know, too much about it in, in the run-up to it actually kind of crept up on me a little bit. Um, I decided to, because I didn't really have much plan for it when it came out, I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably do something before I booked a couple of holidays. Uh, to the US and, and Europe like for a couple of months afterwards as a bit of a 30th present to myself because I did want to recognize it. Um, but, you know, a lot of people ask me, how do you feel about turning 30 and, and you know, what, what's your sort of headspace and mindset about it? And I didn't really have heaps of sort of epiphanies. One thing I did have is, you know, oh, oh, you know shit, my 20s is over. That's, that's gone. Not getting that back. Um, you know, that's, that's how, how I spent my 20s is... is is how I spend it. I can't change that. Um, and I'm, while I'm not, no sort of regrets from that time, you know, it's, it just made me realize like you know, life is, is short. So, you know, now in my thirties, I want to make sure that I make the most of it every single day, every single, every single year. Career wise, it's about, I think coming into your thirties is, is really about picking a lane. Um, and, and, you know, I spoke to my, my old man, my dad, when I was back in the UK, he was saying, you know, he gave me some really good advice about in, in your career, you're sort of between the age of 30 and 45, that's when you're really looking to make hay. And that's the sort of um, the bulk of your opportunity in your career to, to, to do what you want to do. So it made me realize the time is now. 
the time is now if you want to make stuff happen you turn 30 you know your 20s are a little bit for trying stuff and you know not not pissing about but just <laughs> having a bit more fun maybe um when you turn 30 now's the time to to pick a lane and and, and go after it at the same time I, I you know i didn't i didn't turn 50 <laughs> it made me realize yeah i've turned 30 but i'm not I don't feel old. I feel like I'm coming into to my prime and yeah, I'm still going to have fun and I'm still going to, um, you know, try and experience you know, life, life in, uh, at, you know, at, at a fast pace because I, I, do, I do feel um, at a sort of prime age. So maybe that resonates with anyone who turned 30, maybe not. Um, but that were my thoughts around, you know, turning uh, that milestone earlier this year. Another thing to, to realize that I've put real, but more about myself personally uh, and more at work, this is, around the sort of topic of leadership, it's definitely a, a, a thing that I'm still figuring out. Um, I think I think that's probably true for anyone, but, you know, in my inf- infancy, let's say, of the leadership journey that I've been going through at, at BMS, Talent Forge now, um, I ha- haven't quite cracked it yet. Uh, I still need to probably put in more reps. I still need to probably fail at it more. Um, I probably haven't failed enough. I need to to really, you know, go at it harder and, and, and try and grow the team personnel-wise. Uh, and that's really a goal for me over the next couple of years um, to, to really try and crack that. So hopefully me putting down this in this episode is somewhat uh, of something to keep me accountable for it if I do uh, ever uh, end up listening um to this back so leadership still figuring it out next thing um life is pretty much a never-ending series of ups and downs it's never it's never always good or it's never always you know shit or it sucks um when and often when you're experiencing lots of ups and lots of highs inevitably something will come for you you know out of nowhere um, and kick you in the nuts and bring you back down to earth. And often when it does, it's your own ego that's at play there. I've had that, won't go into details, but a couple of times this year when I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm king of the world or whatever, not, not quite king of the world, but, you know, I'm thinking life is life is all roses and then suddenly out of nowhere, um, something will come out and, and, and bring me down a peg or two, which is, as I say, often the own ego at fault, but, it's something I really realized this year. It's just up, up, down, down, up. It's just, it's never, it's never stable, but you just got to learn to, to accept that. And that actually almost makes the, the downs easier to deal with. I think next point, this is something, um, again, learned this year about long-term thinking. And I'm trying to, weave the idea of infinite games into my life the idea of infinite games is something that uh, i think i heard in a podcast at some point this year basically gamifying concepts in your life so stuff that almost doesn't feel like work but is work to a lot of people and find those things and then make that an infinite game that you're playing throughout your life because if you can find stuff that doesn't feel like work, that does feel like work to other people, you're most likely going to be able to be consistent at it and, and show up again and again. So 
for me, the ideas of that around probably fitness and um, my, my job work as, as a recruiter, I'm setting these long, um, almost sort of purpose-driven goals that are you know, five, 10 years down the track because I enjoy the process of you know, chasing a goal, playing these infinite games more than I do when I hit a goal. If that makes sense. So when I hit a goal, actually, you know, hit work towards, I achieve something I've been working towards. I don't necessarily feel that amazing about it. I'm like, cool. What's what's next? I actually enjoy the the doing, the process of the 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 the, the chasing of the goal more than the um, the achieving of the goal. So setting these long term, infinite games for, for instance, to be you know the greatest recruiter I possibly can be is a massive long term goal, but it gets me out of bed and just working towards that every day, just going back to the first point, moving the needle, just nudging it forward every day. That's the kind of shit that gets me going. That's the kind of infinite game I want to play. Same with fitness. Like I'm not going to set PRs every day, but just nudging that game forward and just improving that fitness over time is a, is, is, is a concept that kind of really resonated with me. It's like, don't try and change the world in six months. Set these long-term goals that five, 10 years down the line, these infinite games that you end up playing with yourself. And the reality is by doing the stuff over long periods, you achieve lots of stuff in the, in the meantime, in, in the, the one, two years that you've been playing those games. So that is definitely something um, yeah, that really hit me hard this year and something I really have been thinking about a lot. Next thing uh, is around... Uh, the idea of discipline. Now, it's something I learned and copied from Stephen Bartlett, one of the, um, you know, his podcast, one of the biggest uh, on the planet, uh, Diary of a CEO. He talks about it in his book as well that I read this year. And he he created this equation all around discipline um, because he was trying to figure out why he was disciplined in some areas of his life and not in other areas and if you think about it the, the main reason that you become good at something or don't succeed and fail at something is it all comes down to discipline so if you think about any anything in your life that you've maybe had success at it's because you've been able to stick at it and show up repeatedly and have that that level of discipline and if you think about anything that you've failed at, it's because you probably weren't disciplined enough um, and you, you weren't consistent at showing up over a period of time. And I started to think about it in my own life, like areas that I've shown success in. Yes, I've had discipline and areas that I haven't. What, why is that? And basically he came up with this equation, which I love and now think about all the time. Basically, it's if you think of any topic or anything you've done in your life, Give a score out of 10, say, to firstly, how important that goal is to you. Then plus out of 10, how much enjoyment you get from the pursuit of that goal. And then minus the pain of the pursuit of that goal. Like how, how much does it sort of hurt and, and, and how much you know, the pain does it sort of cause you to, to pursue it? Um, and if that score is, say, over 10, 
after after plusing those first two and then minusing the third, you will have enough discipline to succeed at it. Um, and if it's under 10, you will not. So for example, I've done my pod, this podcast. Yes, it hasn't exactly blown up or anything, but I've managed to stay disciplined at it. I've done 50 episodes this year. Uh, and if I put it through the equation, so how important is it for me to, to launch this podcast and, uh, and show up repeatedly out of 10? Probably, probably an eight. How much do I enjoy the process of doing the, the, the podcast, i.e. recording the episode, chasing up guests, editing? Probably, again, an eight. So we're on, we're on 16. How much pain does it cause me? As in, you know, how much, you know, by maybe missing, you know, spending my weekends editing the episodes or publishing it, or I might have to miss certain a, a social event to, to record an episode, just for example, out of 10. Like that pain is actually quite low. I don't mind it because I'm I, I, the first two are high. I really enjoy the process of it. So how much pain? Probably a three. So we've got 16 minus three, 13. So it's above 10, hence why I've showed discipline. On the flip side, I, an example for me is I've talked for years about learning Spanish. So put that through the equation, the goal of being able to speak fluent Spanish how important is that goal to me out of 10? Yeah, it's something I you know, would like to do, but it's not something that keeps me awake at night. I don't, you know, it's not that important to me to be able to speak Spanish. So out of 10, it probably gets a five. How much enjoyment do I get from the process, you know, from doing the Duolingos, from going to the Spanish classes that I used to go to? Probably, again, a five. I do enjoy it, but you know, not compared to other stuff in my life. I don't enjoy it that much. Um, so puts me on 10, um, minus the pain, um, of the, the process, you know, the pain is quite high. I really suck at the lessons. <laughs> I really don't, I don't enjoy it that much. Um, it's probably a, a seven. So, you know, 10 minus seven, three, we're not even close. So that's why, and ultimately I've given up, I've given up. So that's why I haven't been able to show, uh, any kind of level of discipline, uh, in that so have a have a think about that maybe in your life if you're listening to this stuff that you're showing discipline at um stuff that you haven't put it through that equation and the the main takeaway of this is, is if there's something that say you're not disciplined at but you want to show more discipline at find ways of increasing that score out of 10 for the first two so make it more important how can i make it more important how can i enjoy the process more you know, could I compete with friends? Whatever you need to do, find someone accountable or make, gamify it somehow. That's another way I found to um, in, in improve the score of those first two to become more disciplined at it. Because, like I said, that area of discipline—if you do want to succeed at anything—that's where you gotta you gotta show up time and time again. Discipline, not motivation. Discipline is the key to that. Okay, a couple of final points on this solo episode um so yeah things i read it i read a book dan carter uh the art of winning uh, earlier this year um i'm not a huge rugby fan but yeah, his you know dan carter was a player that i loved and he, when he saw his book come out so i think i listened to him on a couple of podcasts like this guy's super impressive want to read his book he talks about one of the lessons is in his book around finding your purpose i know it's a bit 
it's a bit of a buzzword, sort of finding your purpose, but he outlines it as a, as a sort of tool to achieve your goals. So before setting goals and stuff like that, find an overarching purpose that sort of goes above the actual goal, if that makes sense, because that's the stuff you stick to. So he talks about how he have, has to repurpose himself after retirement and he had to sort of find a deep meaning and purpose. It goes back to the sort of Simon Sinek, find your why sort of thing. But finding an overarching purpose to what you do in your, your life and your work um, is something I've had to personally, I guess, reevaluate this year. And, and that, that, that chapter in that book, maybe I haven't explained it that well, but that chapter in that book um, from Dan Carr really uh, spoke to me, I guess. Uh, and one final point um, as we sort of end the year uh, something i've been thinking about recently um and a mindset i want to have in the couple next couple of years these are i spoke to my mate about this the other day these are the glory days these are the glory years um there's going to be a point in time maybe you listen to this i don't know how old you are but uh, you know if you're in the sort of somewhere or the peak of your work life or your career. These are the years that when you're old, older, they're going to be, this is going to be the point that you're going to look back and be like, fuck, that was a good time. Like, you know, working in whatever industry you are, say you, you work in sales or recruitment. These are the years working, having fun with your mates, doing a job that you hopefully enjoy, um, doing it for the reasons that you do it you're going to look back with a whole heap of nostalgia and be like, oh, that, that was, that was, those, that was the good times. That was the glory years. So I, I really want to have that sort of mindset because it won't last forever. You know, something will change in your career and your life that you no longer do what you do. Um, and, and, you know, including myself in that, you know, who knows what's around the corner, but there will be a period of time you'll look back on your life right now and be like, shit, that was the glory years. I wish I had enjoyed them a little bit more. So that's my final point for uh, this episode. Um, and that's going to be me signing off. If you have listened to the show at all this year, uh, I'd really appreciate it because, um, yeah, it's something that's important to me. I'm, I'm looking to take it to the next level next year. I'm going to get some, um, yeah, some new, some new guests on. I'm working on that. Um, but if you have listened, if you have um, got anything from it, I do really appreciate it. Uh, and stay tuned uh, for more episodes of hiring and inspiring in the new year. Cutler out.